Hello, Pastor Deborah here again, and welcome to another video of words of encouragement from Agape Love. Love is here's global teaching ministry. I am Pastor Deborah, and going to bring to you today a word of encouragement for you. I am here to help you in a way that maybe you're not used to. It's called the Lord's way. I used to try to help people in mental health counseling. Mm -hmm. Didn't work for me or the Lord who I serve. So he had to train me and teach me. Went to many, many years in churches under pastors, Bible studies, read many books, read the Bible over and over and over, looked up the words. Finally, I was able to receive his words of spirit and life that was in the book, in movies, in stories, and see him everywhere, even in a rose, even in a pine cone, a tree, an animal. Nature itself began to talk to me. Now I'm coming to you to help you. Boy, do we all need a lot of help, that's for sure. Some days I, it is hard. The attacks are tremendous. Mm -hmm. I get them in my sleep, in my dreams. Oh, yeah. I've been shot at, almost stabbed with scissors in my own home by somebody I was trying to help. I've been almost hit by a car at a red light. My car's been shot at. I've been poisoned and had to go to the hospital. That's right. Trying to help you just by loving you and helping you to find and reconnect to that love that is beyond anything you've ever known. So welcome to Words of Encouragement. This is number 35. Dash nine of 2022. I'm working now on videos, one for every week in the year of 2022. This is number nine. So welcome. It's glad to have you. Today's word of encouragement's title is How do you find wisdom, knowledge? and understanding. This video behind me is from Pixabay. It's a wonderful, wonderful ministry that provides free motion videos. You can donate to the creator if you desire. They have a way for you to do that. This one is showing you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And the question to you is, how do you find this? We're told from a wonderful person. His name was King Solomon. He wrote this in Proverbs 2, 1 through 5, which is going to be our scripture references 
for this word of encouragement. And this comes out of the authorized King James Bible. It has no commentaries from anybody. It's just the direct words translated out of Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic to the best of the translator's abilities. So let's begin first with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time with these precious, precious ones that you want to ask them a question. How can they find your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding that they can take into themselves and live their lives by and help other people? We thank you for King Solomon that you gave him wisdom and you directed him to write these down for us. So now, Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher, to be helping us and anoint the words that I speak. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, let's get started. Proverbs 2, 1 through 5, verse 1. This is God speaking to Solomon. He is the Lord King of Solomon and of Israel at the time. And he, Solomon was the son of King David. So God is saying to Solomon, if you will receive, accept my words, Solomon, you, and hide them. Hide my commands, my statutes within you and with you in here. But he's really talking to our spirit. He's saying, if you'll get this in your spirit and then hide them in your soul and your thoughts, your belief, make them your principles that you live by, the concepts that guide your thoughts, your decisions, your images, your dreams. He is saying to you, O spirit, man called King Solomon. So that's number one. First, you have to receive. I mean, somebody has to help you to hear it. You can get it in dreams, visions, books, movies, fairy tales, nature, animals. Because first, you have to receive his words. And then you have to accept them. And they have to be planted and hidden away inside of you. His commandments. If he says, love your neighbor. Doesn't say love your neighbor because he has the same faith as you. Or love your neighbor because he has the same skin color as you. Or love your neighbor because he's in your nation. He says, love your neighbor. He means love all humanity. He also means love nature. They are your, na- your neighbors, the trees, the animals, the water, the mountains, the air that is above us. It is your neighbor. We are all here on planet Earth. Love your neighbor. And then once you get that, you will learn that he is your neighbor. And you are to love him. And that takes us over to Proverbs 4. 21 through 22, also by King Solomon. Verse 21, let them, my words and my sayings, 
not depart from your heart, your mind, your soul, your concept, your images, your dreams, from your spirit and your eyes. That means your understanding. Keep them in the midst, the deep heart of your heart, of your spirit. And so hide those words of God, love your neighbor deep within you plant them that no matter what the storms of the world come no matter what is happening no matter what your neighbor does to you and if they are trying to kill you you must still love them i had to love the people who were poisoning me who were shooting at me i was trying to reach them in love i was loving them with the love that is beyond death they couldn't understand it. The enemy of love, his name is Satan and all of his demons. They're here on planet Earth. They hate this love, your neighbor. There's no qualifications who your neighbor is and how you're to love them. He does tell us later, you love them like I loved you. I loved you so much. I died for you. I took your place of punishment on a cross. How I always explain this to homeless people was you would see it in the wars. One of the soldiers would lay on a barbed wire fence to, and die. So his brothers could crawl and walk on his back to get over the barbed wire, to get a job done, to free a nation, free a town, a city, people. One would sacrifice so others could live. Maybe they would have to fall on a grenade so others would not die. When you fall down into the grave of death by the hands of another, you are planting seeds of love. When you go as the ancient ones who were persecuted with songs in your heart, with no fear, knowing you're going to a better place. And death is just separating you from your physical body. And something better awaits you. And you have no hate for those that are killing you. And you only have love and mercy in your eyes and forgiveness. It is hard to walk this walk. But he says if you plant that thought, those seeds, deep in your mind and heart, when the attacks come, you will have my knowledge that it's going to be okay. I've overcome this world of hate and violence and death. Your spirit will live on. Verse number 22. For they, my words and sayings, are life unto those that find them. If the spirit finds them, they become its life source. It will not hate its neighbor, no matter what. I had to tell this young girl who was living with me, named Amanda. Her body came out of her room one night because I had discovered some truth about her mother. She came out with the intent to kill me. My husband was down the hallway. My son was downstairs. Scissors were raised up and coming down to stab me right in the heart. 
I was frozen. They had put a spell on me. I could not speak or move. All I could do, my spirit called out to God and said, Father, make it quick. I'm coming to you. And as soon as I passed that test of death with no fear, no hatred toward this person, the spell was broken. And God said to me, that was not Amanda. Oh, it was Amanda's body. But it was not the force inside that was trying to kill me. It was her mother, spiritually, and a demon. They were in her body. So I said, I bind you, Satan. In the name of Jesus Christ, you cannot kill me. Amanda Bobby shook. Those things left. She went back to her room. The next day, she asked me, was I going to call the police and charge her with assault and battery, attempted murder? I said, no. It was your physical body that was true, but it was not you spiritually. I knew her spirit. Her spirit was sweet and loving. She loved me. I loved her. She loved to get people saved. She was a multi-generational Satanist so abused with multiple personalities and demons, but her spirit loved me and it would never try to kill me. It always tried to protect me, give me warnings. And I said, no, it was not you. It was your body, but the body is not you. She was shocked. I had to pass those kind of tests in loving my neighbor. Another test I had to take and pass was a young man had gotten sodomized by a high priest. His name was Gavin. He was a young man. He had been in child pornography all his life. He used to have to sit with something up his rectum to even feel accepted. It was so stretched out. He got sodomized. He wanted to break up with this high priest. He was throwing his clothes away. He was attacked. And he went to the hospital and another multi-generational Satanist went inside his body because the pain was so tremendous for this precious spirit. And when he came out, I knew there'd be many infections. And I asked God that I could take them for him. So he and everybody else would know the love that this God had for them. Because he went to the cross and took my pain, my punishment, my infections on him. And I was going to show him and demonstrate to them what that looked like. They didn't understand that kind of love your neighbor. But I asked God and he gave me an infection, diverticulitis, a couple months later. I had forgotten about it. And I ended up with a pacemaker. Still have it over here. But it was to prove that this love was so powerful when you walk in it to love your neighbor. I had the understanding of that. I had the knowledge of it and I had the wisdom where to apply it, when to apply it. So King Solomon is continuing to tell us these words are life unto those that find them. They're not far, as you can see in the video. They're all around us. But you must be searching and seeking for them. 
They desire to come into you, being planted from the Holy Spirit to your spirit. Then your spirit must transfer those, release them out to your soul, and it will transform your soul from what it is to what it's supposed to be, one that's filled with understanding, knowledge, and wisdom. And he says, and these words of life will not only be life for you, but they will be health to your flesh, to your soul and your physical body. That's right. These words of this God of love, say love your neighbor, they will be health. Many sicknesses and diseases are called by not loving your neighbor, but hating them, violence toward them, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness. And they destroy you. They're a poison. But if you take my words in, they become life to your spirit and your soul and your physical body. Mm -hmm. Now let's go back to Proverbs 2. One through five. Verse number two. King Solomon is still talking to us. So that you incline, you listen to, you turn your ear. What are you saying, God? To hear his wisdom. And to apply your heart, your mind, your soul, and your spirit to understanding. A lot of things that you have to do to find these. You must know what's out there. You must attend your ear. Listen. Maybe it'll come in a movie, in a book, a fairy tale, a song, maybe in a statue, a painting, a children's book. Maybe it'll come through nature. A lot of people on LinkedIn show how much animals love other animals and how animals love us. They are loving their neighbor. It's right there in front of you. And yet we can't do that to other humans. We can't love them of another skin color. We cannot forgive them even if they hurt us or hurt our ancestors. We carry horrible poison of bitterness and unforgiveness within us. We might call it social justice. Mm -hmm. And it eats you alive, causes high blood pressure, causes you to eat and seek drugs to have peace because there's no peace in your physical body because there's no peace up here in your mind. There's no peace in your soul. There's no peace in your spirit. So you must apply yourself to hear, to see, to take in these words of understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. Verse 3. Yes, if you cry out, seek after knowledge. And lift up your voice for understanding. God, help me to understand what you're telling me. You don't know how many times I've done that. You've got to be asking questions. What's going on? Who's behind that? What's in it? I did that with the COVID. 
Did you, I ask God? I said, God, did you release this virus on humanity? And he said, I created the original coronavirus that was in bats. It was to stay in bats. And if he needed that virus for some kind of judgment against humanity, he would release it. He's done that before. But he said he did not do this. This was humanity doing it in a lab, trying to tweak it through gain of function to make it more spreadable, more infectious. And then it was released as a biological military weapon against all of humanity. He said, I didn't do it. But he gave me his vaccine spiritually. And when I got it, you talk about some power coming in. And he gave me his booster for all the variants that are coming. And there will be more. None of the boosters that you're getting. We just heard today some great retired general died. And he was vaccinated. Won't stop it because the humanity messed with it. And a nation that has a dragon as its god attach some demonic things to it. Mm -hmm. It's a murderous spirit that's in the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So God is saying you must have knowledge about what's going on. Another story I'll tell you is one day I'm outside and the wind is blowing and blowing and blowing. It just won't stop. I said, God, I need some peace. What's going on? He said, there is a demonic spirit in that low that's above you. And it is blowing to take your peace away, wear you down. I said, I need some peace and blessing. All of a sudden, I heard an angel talk to me out of the clouds. He said, I have been put here as light in the high pressure. I will hold off the low pressure. We are doing battle now in the heavenlies. So you can have peace. God will even give you peace and blessings from the weather. We had had storms after storms after storm, night after night, week after week. You can't sleep. The lightning, the thunder, potential hurricanes. You just get wore out. And I wanted some peace so I could rest. So God put an angel in the high pressure. So I was getting understanding that even Satan and his demons can get in the weather and bring storms and cause floods and cause droughts. They can cause fires. And floods, all kinds of things. I was seeking knowledge about what's going on. What's happening? Who's behind us? You, God? Is man behind it? Is Satan behind it? But if you're never asking questions in prayer, you'll never get knowledge. You'll never get truth and you'll never have the wisdom to know how to apply it again 
in situations or teach it. Verse number four, if you seek and you search for her wisdom, he calls wisdom a her. Mm -hmm. And you seek after her knowledge, her understanding as a hidden treasure. A lot of people don't know that God is both a male and a female side all in one. His female side seems to be the wisdom side. It has knowledge and information, hidden treasure that we're to be seeking after. Mm -hmm. So Pastor Deborah is an archaeologist. I'm going seeking. I'm going to dig and ask questions. I even asked God a question one time. How did he change the physical body? of Christ Jesus in the tomb to a glorified body. I wanted to know what he used to do that with. Oh, well, they'll say the Holy Spirit, but that wasn't enough or good enough for me. So then I forgot about it. And two or three weeks later, I'm watching a science show about how if you put green beans or some diamonds or some stuff into a furnace of high heat and a vacuum, it returns to its original makeup, which is all coal from the earth or trees or plants. And he goes, and I'm watching that going, wow, that's interesting. All of a sudden, I hear him say to me, that's how I did it. And I go, did what? I forgot my question. He said, that's how I changed Jesus Christ's body in the tomb, high heat and a vacuum. I go. Okay, I just saw that. You just demonstrated that in science. So science can teach us a lot. But he didn't tell me all the details. You know, that's his privilege. But I got enough to know. But if you're not asking questions, why is this happening? Who's behind it? I have to ask who's behind the hurricanes? Who's behind the fires? Who's behind what's going on? What's the purpose for all the mask mandates? What's the purpose for all the control? What's the purpose for open borders or closed borders? What's the purpose for this or the purpose for that? Who's behind it? Is this you or the other guy? If you're not asking those kind of questions privately, you're not seeking knowledge and truth. And you won't get the understanding you want, and you won't get the wisdom to know how to apply it or teach it or even to make personal decisions. So I knew the COVID, God was not behind it. And I knew not to take the vaccine. And I did some studying about that. So I said, God, what do I do? So one night he vaccinated me himself. He said, and it came through the Holy Spirit to my spirit and the power hit me. If you've ever had that kind of power come in, it was released into my spirit. And then my spirit overflowed into my soul and physical body. Now, I still wear my mask when I go out, keep my social distancing. I don't travel on airplanes anymore or go to ball games or get out there. I don't do that. I even put Neosporum ointment, which has an antibiotic up my nose. So in case I do breathe in one of those things, those virus germs, the antibiotic will kill it. I wash my hands. 
I stay in my car as much as I can, and I stay at home. But some people, if God tells them take the vaccine, that's what they're to do. God will direct and guide everybody. So they are in perfect obedience to him. But if you're not asking, what's up? Who's behind it? What's going on? Now, you don't have to get out on YouTube and Twitter and LinkedIn and say anything. You just privately and quietly do what he tells you to do. And if your company you work for says, well, you're not vaccinated, you have to be fired. You say, okay, God will take care of you. And that's between you and God, and God will help you. It's better to be obedient, have wisdom and knowledge in every situation. Okay? So he is saying that these, this understanding, this knowledge is as a hidden treasure. And you have to go looking for it, seeking it. Verse 5. Then shall you understand, he says, when you find it. The fear, the honor, the glory, the respect, the law, the justice and judgments, the kingship and authority, the dominion of the Lord God himself. And you will find knowledge of God, the self-created one, the sustainer of all, but you can't get there to know him, to know what to do here on earth, unless you find out from him knowledge. I do a lot of work on LinkedIn, a lot of work in the spirit realm with people. They quote scriptures to me, but they don't have the deep understanding. I can tell a child to love their neighbor, and they'll love their little kid, their brothers and sisters. But when they get older and they've been bullied, hurt, abused, they can't do it anymore. Trauma and vexation are powerful, and they haven't planted those seeds deep enough. I just told a precious young man he needed to forgive all that have hurt him and his family. Because that unforgiveness and bitterness and hate and revenge was a poison inside of him. And it would one day take his life. You have to understand revenge and unforgiveness and love your neighbor and what it means and why you're asked to do that. And it's out here. Each one of these little bubbles represents a truth, knowledge understanding seeds they're there waiting to come in be released from the holy spirit into your spirit but then it has to get to your soul into your biological mind that's created from your thoughts your imagination your feelings and then you will be tested to see if it's rooted and grounded enough to hold because the winds of war will come, the storms of life, and love your neighbor will be tested. 
Mm-hmm. Every knowledge and truth you take in and root will be tested to see how hard and deep it's grounded in you. Mm-hmm. People don't like the test. I didn't like them. But I always had to say to God, you know what's best for me. You can see six months down the road, a year down the road, around the corner. I can't. I have to trust you that you love me and you're the only one who really loves me. It's trying to really help me down here in this realm of the spirit where Satan and his demons are, around the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, down here in this wicked, greedy, evil world where death and sin rule. And I had to learn to obey, whether I liked it or not, whether I wanted to do it or not. Eventually, I passed every test. And then I would have great wisdom to know how to apply it to help other people find him and his love. So be encouraged. Solomon is telling us something by asking us a question. How do you find knowledge, truth, understanding, and wisdom? Where do you look for it? Who has it? Why do you need it? Don't you have enough already? King Solomon is telling us to ask yourself, a question. What seeds are planted in you? What knowledge do you have in your soul? What understanding does your soul have? What wisdom does it have? Does it come from your spirit, from the Holy Spirit? Or is it just of this earthly world? Is it from Satan? Is it from greed and lust? Is it from your faith? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself questions. Look. God will help you to look. And that is your word of encouragement for today. Number 35. 9 of 2022. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are trying to help us to look and to gather your knowledge and understanding and wisdom into our spirit, that you desire to release yourself and all that you have from your Holy Spirit to our spirit, and that our spirit would plant that in it, feed on it, and be nourished by it, and then release it out to our soul. And our soul would be transformed, and it would bring health to our physical body. Father, we know you love us, and you're trying to work on all our three parts, our spirit, our soul, and physical body. All of it needs your knowledge, your truth, your understanding, and your wisdom to apply it to help others find you. We thank you for helping us today and that you will help us each and every day to find what you want to give us. 
the hidden treasures of you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, I'll see you again in the next video of words of encouragement from the Zoom studio with a Pixabay motion video. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah, and I'll see you again. Bye.